0: Hey, entrepreneurs, are you ready to increase the value of your business? There are 10 key drivers to business value. And today we're discussing the first one. To find out what it is to increase the value of your business. Now, join us on this edition of the Inside BS Show. Hey, now, I'm Nikki G. This is the Inside BS Show. Joining me today is my partner, Dave Lorenzo, the godfather of growth. Dave, how are you?
1: Hey now Nikki G, always great when I get to hang out with you. Thanks for joining me today or I'm glad to be joining you or I'm just glad to be here. (laughs) So what are we talking about? We're talking about
0: revenue? We are talking about increasing revenue, Dave. So Dave, revenue is revenue. Why does it matter where revenue is coming from for a business?
1: Ah, so I love this question. And in the beginning, it doesn't matter. In the beginning, it just matters that there is revenue and that more importantly, there is cash flow, right? Because there's a difference between revenue and cash flow. I don't want to get accounting wonky with you, but you need money, right? But as you're starting to think about adding value to your business, as you become more mature as an entrepreneur and as your business becomes more mature, You really need to think about the different types of revenue in your business, because some of the types of revenue are more valuable than others. So there's four different types of revenue in any business, and most businesses don't really source all four. Now, I know you know one of the types of revenue because your business in professional services focuses really heavily on that, right? Right. What's the, what's the revenue type that you focus really heavily on?
0: Well, not necessarily me, but lawyers focus heavily on ad hoc revenue. <laughs>
1: Right, describe for the folks who are listening, the folks who are watching, what ad hoc revenue is.
0: Ad hoc revenue is looking for the next particular matter that you can handle, so using lawyers as an example, if you're a litigation attorney, you are looking for that next litigation matter. It is a new matter, new business that you will be working on.
1: Right, so you get that client, client comes in, you work really hard with that client, and the minute the matter is done, you forget the client was even there and you move on to the next client. That's ad hoc revenue. Second type of revenue is repeat revenue. So, and you hate it when I do this, but revenue, revenue, that's repeat revenue, right? You were waiting for that one. What is repeat revenue, Nicola? Repeat revenue,
0: Dave, is working with the same client on a different type of matter. So it's something else that the client has retained you to handle that you have not already handled before.
1: Right, so like if we use a dry cleaner as an example and you bring your shirts to the dry cleaner every week and all of a sudden you need pants hemmed, you go to the dry cleaner and you go, hey, Esmeralda, do you happen to do tailoring? And Esmeralda says, absolutely, we do tailoring. So then that's a different type of work you've never had Esmeralda do before. So she normally does your dry cleaning, now you're bringing her your tailoring work That's repeat revenue because it's the same client, but a different type of work. And we differentiate that from the third type of revenue. And we'll tell you why in a minute. Nikki G, what's the third type of revenue?
0: Third type of revenue is reoccurring revenue. So that is going to be the same client, same type of matter. In other words, you are performing the same type of work over and over again, because that is an issue that continues to come up with a particular client who is sending it out to you.
1: Right, so, hey, Esmeralda, here are my shirts. Next week, Esmeralda, more shirts. Esmeralda, here are my pants. Dry clean them, right? Over and over again, dry cleaning, dry cleaning, dry cleaning, recurring revenue. So the difference between repeat and recurring revenue from the standpoint of uh, attraction and business value is that, acquisition intensity is higher for repeat revenue because you've never seen Esmeralda hem pants. You don't know if she can do that, but you've seen her dry clean shirts, so you know she can dry clean the shirts really, really well. So recurring revenue is more predictable. The acquisition intensity is lower. You know that I'm gonna wear five of these shirts every week that I'm going to work, so you know that I'm gonna come in on a Friday with five shirts from the last week. You can write it in your book. So when you're valuing a business, if the business is heavy into recurring revenue, it's worth a lot more than if it's heavy into ad hoc revenue or if it's heavy into repeat revenue, because it's really, really predictable. The one caveat I will give you is, if there's a natural segue in your repeat revenue, you can, you can add value in a business with that repeat revenue model. So for example, if you're a roofer, but you also do stucco and you're a roofer in say South Florida. And what you do is you specialize in repairing or replacing roofs due to a hurricane. You can also predict that for every three roofs you're going to do, you're going to have to do stucco on the outside of the house because the stucco tends to fail when there's an extreme storm with extreme winds. So there is a little bit of potential predictability of revenue with repeat, but with recurring, there is absolute predictability. So that's why we like repeat and recurring more than ad hoc. Hey, Nikki G, did you know you can also get our show as an audio podcast?
0: Of course I know you can get the show as an audio podcast. I'm on it. But does our audience?
1: I don't know. So those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search up the Inside BS Show with The Godfather and Nikki G, and you'll find us right there. Click the follow button so that you never miss a show. Now, there's a couple of reasons why you're going to want to do that. Nikki G, tell them what the first reason is. You
0: get to ask us questions that is exclusive to our podcast listeners.
1: Yeah, we only answer listener questions on the audio version of the podcast. We don't do it on video. So if you want to hear what everyone's thinking, or if you want to ask us a question, you got to download the audio podcast. The second reason, and my favorite reason, is because you can take us with you. You can have a little Nikki G in your pocket while you're working out in the gym, washing the dishes, or walking the dog. I love me some Nikki G in my pocket when I'm walking the dogs. I don't know about you, Nicola, but that's one of my favorite things to do.
0: Absolutely, take us with you.
1: After you watch this episode here on YouTube, go to wherever you get your podcast, click the follow button so we can go with you on your journey and you can ask us questions. We will see you or more like hear you there. Now, Nikki G, what's the fourth type of revenue?
0: The fourth type of revenue, Dave, is passive revenue. Revenue where you have the lowest of acquisition intensity.
1: Yeah, and the reason passive revenue has the lowest acquisition intensity is because somebody just drops a big bag of cash on your desk, right? So passive revenue comes from referrals, Or passive revenue comes when you go out and you deliver a speech and three people after the speech say, I need to work with you, I wanna sign up right now, and they give you money and you start working with them. Or passive revenue comes when you write a book and people call you after you've written a book and they say, hey, you wrote a book on exit strategy, I need you to come and help me uh, exit from my business that you did nothing to to uh, to really go out and aggressively attack though that market. It just came to you and it was kind of a natural thing and it was passive. There are ways to engineer passive revenue in your business. It's a little harder to predict, but if you have a way to generate that passive revenue, they will, people who value your business will take into account the fact that Listen, this person does so much of this, there's a huge opportunity for them to push down revenue to the, uh, push down profit to the bottom line. Take for example, Mr. Beast, okay? I love talking about Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is a YouTuber. Jimmy Donaldson, he owns a YouTube channel named Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast saw that he was getting a lot of eyeballs to his videos and he thought to himself, hey listen, I'm gonna start getting sponsors. And what happened was he didn't think to himself, I'm gonna go out and attract sponsors. The sponsors just came to him and they said, hey, listen, if you talk about my product in the show, I'm gonna give you you know X amount of dollars per video that you talk about my product in that. So in the, in the beginning, that sponsorship revenue was passive revenue for him. What he decided to do was create his own product line. And the only way he goes out to market to sell that product line is by holding up his Mr. Beast bars on his show or by eating Mr. Beast bars on his show or by giving Mr. Beast bars out to the contestants on the show. And everybody who watches his show, including my kids, they go out and buy Mr. Beast bars and they want Mr. Beast burgers and they want Mr. Beast sweatshirts and swag and stuff. So Mr. Beast, by talking about these things on his show and then selling them to people, I would consider that passive revenue. Now, if he had a sales team that went out door to door selling the Mr. Beast candy bars, that would be you know, direct revenue or aggressive uh, you know, in-person revenue. You know, they, that would be a typical normal driver of revenue. But from just talking about it on a media channel that he owns and he owns the product, I would consider that a phenomenal passive revenue stream in his business. So those are the four types of revenue in any business. Now, Nicola, why is this so important to the people who are entrepreneurs who are listening or watching the show today?
0: This is critical for your business because you are working with less intensity to get that revenue in the door. Your business is no longer dependent upon looking for that next matter. If you're focused on ad hoc revenue, you are you, your entire business is contingent upon the next matter coming in the door that is going to completely change if you start shifting over to passive revenue and as you go through the scale acquisition goes down and the types of revenue that you are receiving are going to be diversified that is going to allow your business to thrive where it will never be dependent upon a single source of revenue for it to grow and for you to be successful with it so you want to be focusing on achieving passive revenue, because that's going to help you get the most value out of your business, which brings us back to the discussion that that we're having today about increasing the value of your business. And you will increase that value when you've diversified your revenue streams and is coming in the door from a variety of different sources.
1: That's right, repeat recurring and passive revenue. I bundle all those together, put them in one big tent and we call that tent relationship revenue. First thing I look at when you bring me in to analyze your business is how can we increase relationship revenue, repeat, recurring, and passive. That will help you increase the value of your business right from the beginning, right from the first day that we start working together. But this is only one, one of the key value drivers in your business. You gotta join us back here again tomorrow for Key Driver 2, Key Value Driver 2 in your business. Until then, my name is Dave Lorenzo and she is... Thank you, G. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow for another edition of The Inside. Yeah show